The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk, but no politics okay. I am your host, Andrew Lenz, and here to bring you down another memory lane and bring you a nice random topic that I don't think too many people talk about on podcasts, but they need to talk about it more. And today we are going to be talking about kids game shows. And today I have Kyle Rainey from Crafting and Drafting. How are you doing, Kyle? Andrew, I'm great. I'm uh, always, always happy to be on the line with you and be able to uh, just casually talk about some things that I feel like people forget about in life. Yes. We've, we've had you on Crafting and Drafting in the past, and uh, it was the cartoon draft, and I think you really excelled with a lot of the 80s cartoons that people forgot about in that round. Yeah, I did. I did, because that was the that is the golden age of cartoons, if you ask me, is that 1980s period was like the best time for well, anything. I mean, I know this is a topic you and I are both pretty big fans on, uh, but thank you for letting me come on and we get to talk about some some 80s and 90s kids game shows. Yes, yes. I love the kid game shows. I, I love the adult ones, like your supermarket sweep, but nothing was better than seeing somebody that is around you're the same age Win a Vivitar camcorder. <laughs> oh, yes. I forgot about our sponsor today. Today's sponsor for this episode is Pogs. That's right. Pogs. Collect them all. We have all different sorts of Pogs. Play the lovely game. Get a slammer. Play with your friends. Share. Trade. Do everything you can. Who Collect doesn't love the disgusting Pogs? ones. <laughs> yes. I wish they had garbage pail kids ones. I don't know if they ever did. Did they? I feel like they might have. I'm well. Well, we're on the topic of this. I'm gonna find some some old school pogs. <laughs> you know, I, that's the one thing about this is this is this show. It can go perfectly on topic and then completely to left field and then right back in. But the kid game show is, I think, was a staple of anybody's childhood other than cartoons and video games was definitely the child game show, whether we're talking about Double Dare, Guts. One um, of your what, favorites, I'm sure, Figure It Out, a.k.a. I know you didn't like that show. <laughs> I, I did not like that show. It was something, Figure It Out was something to watch. And that's pretty much was it. I had a friend I, of mine show up to our Halloween party just this past weekend as Summer Sanders with the giant noggin from Figure It Out where it actually had like a fill-in-the-blanks like guess the answers questions on it like you would have had on the game show and it was what a great costume. I couldn't. I think <laughs> Summer Sanders annoyed me too. <laughs> that was part of the problem. But well, that's I what happens not... when you're a Dolphins fan. Why she's, a Bills, was... she's a Bills fan, man. Oh jeez, I don't hold that. <laughs> I don't hold that against anybody because I like uh, Tim Russler. <laughs> he's, a, he's a great guy. Oh my goodness, I was just looking at the panelists. This is probably the other reason why too. Okay, Danny so, Tamborelli. I was good about to ask you that. <laughs> this is this is absolutely nuts. So there's only been. It looks like consistently one, two. Three, four, five, six. Can I, can I try to guess them? Uh, yeah, let's see if you can guess six. Six of them. Lori Beth Dinberg. There you go. Keenan Thompson. Not on there for the... Not on, really? He wasn't, he wasn't a main panelist. These are main panelists. Danny Tamborelli's on there. There's there's two. If, if Keenan wasn't, I feel like Kel wasn't. No, um, Kel wasn't. Amanda Bynes. Yes. Oh, oh, we're gonna stump me now. I'm trying to think of who else was okay, on. Make it easier for you. There's only four. 
So you only have one more because the other ones I'm, I'm looking at, those were 2012 and 2013. I want to say it was that dude Kevin from all that, right? Yeah, his name was, yeah, it's Kevin something. Kevin Coplo, yep. I believe. Yeah, I believe that was yeah. one of the producers of all that. I think it was the, the, the guy who was the backstage manager. But yeah, I thought he was one of them. And then there was a bunch of just weird fill-in guests as well, for sure on there. The big show. The big show was on there. Or was he the giant then? He would have been the giant, I believe. But I don't know who. I, I just looked it up after after we finally got off of Sierra Bravo and Matt Bennett. I have no idea who they are. I know who Matt Bennett is just because he's from Victorious. And my daughter used to watch Victorious. So other than that, that would be the only reason why I know who Matt Bennett is. I definitely wasn't trying to watch Nickelodeon at. Uh, <laughs> definitely had no idea that Sam Roberts of current um, WWE fame, who was one of the panelists and also a Sirius XM host, was on there. But I'm seeing that right now. Ooh, Sam! No, Sam Roberts is uh, one of his Hasbro's has broken fingers. <laughs> yeah, Sam yeah. Roberts. <laughs> yeah, Sam Roberts was on season two often. Oh my goodness. But that was actually as one of the contestants, not even as like a, as one of the panelists. So, wow, did we get off track already? Talk about figure it out early. Yes, we did. Well, this is a, it's not a set up pace show. It's just I I think that's kind of the way that that show always was though. You never knew what you were doing. You start off with a clue of of questionable. Somehow wear a questionable cheese out of his feet. I don't know what that means, but that's what the show was about. Wait, there was an ML future MLB pitcher on the show as well. I just saw that Marcus Stroman, former Blue Jay. <laughs> Tell me something weird. There's a trivia question. What what major league pitcher was on figuring it out? I don't know who Gentry Hakabo, an Albuquerque rapper, was, but he was also on there. Um, Person that created OKK. Oh my goodness, I hate that show. I hate OK. OKKO, let's be heroes. Well, hey, country music star Hunter Hayes was also on there. That name sounds familiar, but I I want to say he was also he was maybe an American Idol. That's probably why it sounds familiar. I hate American Idol. Uh yeah, I stopped watching it years ago, but I think he was also definitely an American Idol. I can't stand. Well, let's move on to one I know you do like and one that I'm not real familiar. Um, where, where are we going with this? Nick Arcade? Yo, I was I thought it was Think Fast, but it could have been also been Nick Arcade. Yeah, Nick Arcade was awesome. That was a Saturday. Um, my dad was a weekend dad. <laughs> so so I went to my dad's house on the weekends and this is how I remember Nick Arcade. Nick Arcade came on around dinner time. So I got to sit in the living room and my father was not a chef. So normally time it was like box fried chicken and French fries or something of that nature. So I remember sitting there eating this lovely already pre-cooked, just kind of reheated fried chicken and some French fries watching Nick Arcade. But Nick Arcade was, it was great because it can, it was video games. And this is when points mattered as well because they would have a challenge instead of like double dare, instead of a physical challenge, you had to go over to the, to the video game machine and they're like, okay, play 1942. And games that nowadays, if somebody saw on TV and saw these like 10, 11 year old or 12 year old kids playing, they'd be like, no, because one was like Ghost and Goblins. They're like, okay, you got to get 50,000 points in Ghost and Goblins and this amount of time. And that was, that was amazing. And then they put you actually into a video game, even though the technology was there, it wasn't really that good because if they would have to grab a coin, they would just paw at it and keep on pawing at it and pawing at it. 
even though their hand would go through it, you're like, why is it not getting it? But then all of a sudden it'd get <laughs> like, okay, you got it. Let's go. The use I, of the mag, the use of the magnadoodle on that show too was awesome as well. I'm seeing that they had cliffhanger on the show as a game. And that's, that, that's a game that I've got a little familiarity with. Oh, yeah. Cause I remember, I don't remember cliffhanger was on there, but I don't level remember. two season two. It looks like I don't remember too many. I don't remember too many of the like actual games that were on there. They definitely had Metroid. Yeah, everybody. That was like what ninety <laughs> or ninety two? Yeah, Metroid was still like big. This is still when Nintendo was almost still ruling the world. What do we have? Just started the console wars. Uh, sounds about right because I feel like that's around the Sega jumping on the console wars there. Let's see. I've got Metroid, Laser Surgeon, Brainstorm, Battle of the Bands, Star Defender, Post Haste, Jet Jocks, and Crater Rangers. Uh, there's there's a Nick Arcade uh, Wikipedia page, and those are all the face-off games. Yeah, that's where they are. And then there's Mikey's World. Okay. Yeah, I see that now. I just remember them playing the games. They answer questions, they play the game, and they had to get so many points in so much of a time. And then whoever won got to go into the Nick Arcade zone. And it was always some crappy. I wish they were sad they weren't on there. Oh my goodness, Joey Fatone was on there. <laughs> Joey Fatone. Joey Fatone. Great. Did not make it to the video zone though. And oh, Joey! Joey did not make it. What is he number? What is he like the third? Probably the second now most famous member of NSYNC. I'd still put him at third. We'll still put Lance Bass ahead of him. Really? Because I had JC ahead of him. Oh, then he's definitely four. Because it would be, it would be Justin Timberlake. It's got to be one. Yeah. Yeah, that's the easiest. Joey Fatone's borderline three to four. That's not a good sign. Yeah, there. You, okay, he did good on Mass Singer. I did watch him watch that, but I stopped watching Mass Singer because they didn't unmask him fast enough. <laughs> I got fed up of waiting. <laughs> Pretty much. So I just go on Wikipedia now, and I go, "Oh, okay, that's who that is." <laughs> I would. Uh... I would go on Yahoo. I'd start watching, and then I'd be like, "All right, I'm bored." Start the season off, and then just Yahoo would keep me updated every month, every week. I was like, "Ah, I was right on that one." <laughs> That's all I would do. That's all it was. But this was this was definitely probably this was up there, and then we had Double Dare. Yeah, everybody knows Double Dare. You know? Double Dare, I think, still gets syndicate run nowadays, and I don't think anybody's upset about that. I don't think anybody should be upset about that. Mark Summers is an American treasure. He is a national treasure. He is like the man. From I, you know, we we did a run through of this the first time around. Yeah, and I don't think we ever discussed Star Search either. Yeah, but they had adults on there as well. Do they? Okay, that's that's that fair. was that was like. Uh, it was more of a talent show. That's why I don't think I brought up because that was big. That was a big thing. I remember Star Search being on, and it, I mean it was even featured on Full House at one point. Yep, yep. Didn't um, Stephanie do some crazy dance for it or something? I thought it was Joey did his comedic work. And he did, lost was there out. multiple Star Searches? I don't know. I don't know, but I remember Joey doing it. And he lost out to another guy. Stephanie's Crazy Dance. Okay. Stephanie's Crazy Dance, as we get off topic here, wasn't on Star Search. Now, I'm like, I did an episode with Johnny Townsend, and I was like all full house and a little bit of family matters. And he's like all family matters with a little bit of full house. Stephanie 
did her crazy dance for the telethon. I'm not exactly yes. sure what they were raising yep. money for, but she yes. did the crazy dance for the telethon because they were running out of talent. And she was like, oh, I can dance. Yeah, I, I do recall that now. You are correct. Okay. See, I don't remember my where my wallet is, but I do remember <laughs> Stephanie dancing on Full House. Oh, we have gone through a lot in your life, huh? Yes. Oh my goodness. My I can. My wife makes fun of me because she just says I'm full of useless knowledge. But like I said, like I don't remember where I put my phone or anything else. But then somebody will ask a weird question, and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, that's this, this, and this." And there's man, like, how do you how do you know this? Man, I can be sitting there in in my garage on football Sunday. And someone's watching two different TVs and brings up a random person's name who I should not know. And I can board out the college they went to. Don't know anything else about that team, but I can recognize the name and go, oh. So uh, the way everything you, you were going double there, and like we touched on, it's it's still on today. And I think it's it made for such good TV because there were so many different challenges all the time. And I know you've touched on other shows. You know, you got your physical challenges, your the the final obstacle course, the family questions, all of that stuff. And I, I'm trying to look up here some of the best ones. They, they had some of those like wild spaghetti ones. They always had that. That Sunday slip and slide at the end, you had to dig out like a, a key or something. Yeah, I remember the nose. Yep, you had to pick the nose. You had to pick the nose, uh, the wheel, like the mouse wheel to lower the flag yep. so that person and, could and grab it. And then it's, they had some of the craziest stuff. I think that's the thing. Like everybody always wanted to be out because you're like, I don't really want to do that, but I also kind of really want to do that. Like, I just look at the mess now when I watch it. Like, who's going to clean up that mess? And there's always those stagehands that were like, it reminded me of like an NBA game when they get something went on the floor after, right after. And all of a sudden they're like with the mops as they're walking back. And they're like, oh, here we go. We got to clean up this mess again. And Mike <laughs> Summers is giggling as they're squeegeeing hot fudge off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, and you got to smile because you're on TV. It was just that's what I remember, and I, and also the shoving of the flags down the shirt. Yeah, I, I never understood. They're like, I gotta keep it safe. Whoosh! <laughs> Why? Why is it there? Because if you don't have the flag, I don't think you get the prize. Well, I mean, I don't care. I don't need to put it in my shirt. Yes, you do. That's part of the game, Kyle. <laughs> I feel <You're> sticky. <laughs> I don't think you feel sticky. Sticky when you win your Casio keyboard. I didn't want the keyboard. I wanted the seven hundred pound video camera. <laughs> I love the seven hundred pound video camera. Oh my goodness! Because I was just looking that up too. List the prizes from the original run from uh, nineteen eighty six to nineteen eighty eight. And I uh, there's there's the Jan the Janco backpack. Yeah. This one, I got to say, is the craziest. Okay, so this is 86 to 88. And they gave out a video game system. It wasn't an NES. And it wasn't an Atari either, was it? It was, but the it... Atari 7800. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't even know a person that would want that back then. The kids on the show had to act like they wanted it. That's for sure. Wait, this can't be true. They gave out a a 300 DP printing calculator. That sounds like the worst prize ever. <laughs> no. <laughs> Congratulations, kid. Here's math. I was just looking this up. Uh, Hitachi. Hitachi. I don't even know if they make stuff anymore. An AFM. AM, AM, FM stereo system. No, thanks. 
Sorted Records. Was there a Discman in there? Here, I'm going to ask you this stuff. Just a couple that I see that are, no, there's a, there's a Walkman. Yep. <laughs> you're, you're like more 90s and I'm a little bit oh, more 80s. I, I had a Walkman. I had a giant yellow one that was probably the size of like a toaster strudel, if not bigger. A box of toaster <laughs> strudel, maybe like. I don't oh, know who put that in their pocket, but that was not convenient. Oh my goodness. That's some of the stuff. Let me see. Watchman portable TV with the like one by one, the one inch by one inch screen. But it was still about two and a half foot each. Oh my goodness. This is some great stuff. Wow. They actually gave out a CD player. Cutting edge. It's super huge. Super, super huge. Let me see if I can show this to you. This is the great thing about Zoom. It's being able to share the screen. Okay. Right here. Can you see that? Which uh, all I'm seeing is the left side. Popular pages. Really? Yep. Come on. Hold on. Maybe it's because I'm not. Uh... All right. That's why. Uh, oh, okay. The which is it the Sharp CD player? Or is it the Fisher? No, Sharp's the VCR. The VCR. <laughs> the VCR. Oh no, that is that is they're both the size of VCRs. <laughs> Look at the CD player. Technology has come a long way. Yeah. Oh, some high energy personal care appliances. <laughs> yeah, I love this. Stuff. I like the silver arm skateboard. And yeah. Essa. I can... Oh, who doesn't want an answering machine? I was, rip- just, was just thinking about that the other day. Like, what is what something that's so useless in this world today is the answering machine with voicemail and everything else. Oh, uh, assorted videos. Not even like, oh, video games. Carl Lorimer, home video. And I've never recognized any of those video titles. Oh, wait, here, here. Here's one. Here's one that everybody would want today. Garfield telephone. Thank you. That is a great... I I think I'd be happier taking that home than half these prizes. I think that's probably the only one that I've seen that actually stands up today. Where if I was to gift somebody, here you go, here's a gift. This is something that you got on Double Dare. They're like, how obsolete is this? Well, here's, a, it, here's a coin master metal detector from 1989 it probably doesn't work out of the box it probably doesn't oh my goodness here we go obsolete right here at the, the bottom world of the book Britannica world book encyclopedia that can be pretty obsolete today I like that we're bragging about not only sweatshirts and sweatpants but a 19 inch color TV that was Most huge people- I know, but most people's first TVs nowadays are 26 or bigger. And we are bragging on a 19-inch right here. Yes. This is probably the first TV I ever had was this RCA TV. And if I'm not correct, it was so old. And this is this is putting a date on me so badly. It did not have the coax connector. You actually had to loosen two screws buy an adapter, tighten it down into the two screws, and then put the coax cable into the adapter if you wanted to do anything. And my TV was so worn, and I had a Super Nintendo hooked up to it, but it was so worn that I would have to prop, I would have to prop the RF cable onto something because once that fell, like I would just lose everything to my TV. So... The 19-inch RCA TV has a has this place in my heart. But here's the calculator I was telling you about. Oh, went too far. I I think I think that's the worst prize ever. I don't even know anybody that would want that. A business. My company still owns one of those. Those I think it might be a Swintech. Or it is a, or if you're an accountant. Telescope is cool. I'd be okay with that. And Bushnell, it's a nice brand at least. Yeah. 
you could go for some five oh one Levi blue jeans. They still make those nowadays. Yeah. A Hitachi color TV. Oh boy. Well, if it's not Hitachi, you're wrong. I'm gonna have to use that for a sponsor. <laughs> Hitachi. <laughs> Sorted CDs, records, and tapes. At least, at least we're getting a The Cars record. That's a pretty good band. Compact, lightweight bikes. They don't look very compact or lightweight. No, that looks like your typical 80s 10 speed. A lot of uh, skateboards. skateboards. That was when skateboarding was huge before Tony Hawk broke out. And that was before Lords of Dogtown. Here we go, right here. The Swintech Collegiate Electric Typewriter. That is what I'm talking about. That is what you need. The electric... God, I'm so old. The electric typewriter <laughs> was a part of my my childhood and when somebody was like, you have to type this paper. And I think my mom had one for typing resumes and that is how we had one. And she would sit there and I would write out whatever I needed and then she would type it for me. But the electric typewriter holds a very... Another great place in my heart of weird would, stuff. Would it shock you if you if I told you that I've actually used a typewriter in my life? That is pretty shocking, considering your age. I gotta yeah. say that is shocking. Yeah, my uh, my aunt on my mom's side had one, and uh, they used to let me write my parents' letters whenever I'd stay over. I don't think I knew what I was writing. They probably had to transcribe them because I was like four, but I used a typewriter. Was it the electric one or like the old school, like you type so far and then you got to hit the spool I'm back. pretty sure it was an electric one. Okay. That Mickey Mouse phone is sharp, though. I guarantee you the phone's his ears. Yeah. No. Is it? Yeah, probably. I couldn't remember. The cord comes out of the back of his head. It's got to be. That's creepy in so many ways. Look at the size of the RCA CD player right there, the CD-180. General cinemas, do those even exist anymore? Two two passes. Using passes for two. To general cinema. Such Another a, gen- a general electric 19-inch color TV. Ooh. Some Con Air Electronics. Con Air I think, electronics? Con- I think Con Air only makes uh, hair products now. Yeah, I was going to say, I think they're kind of knocked so- out of that market. Some splash-proof, weatherproof binoculars. I think we've seen enough on this. There's your guitar. Oh, what about this? The language master dictionary? A there. pocket dictionary. There it is. There's the Casio skate sampling keyboard. That is the best. Yeah, I think Why we- would they call it skate? Oh, here we go. Camcorder and mini TV. How about the Macintosh computer? That's a really good. That's that's pretty big back then. That's that's huge back then. The grand prize. Um, every trip in the book, Buena Vista Palace. Mini, mini racing cars. Parting gifts. Oh my god! This is if you lost. If you lose double dare, you definitely deserve a hug a pet, hug a pet animal backpack. I, I don't. Is that like today's pillow pets? I don't even know what that is. There you go, Andrew. <laughs> Let's tie in your other show. You can't do that on television. Green slime shampoo. It was. It was awesome. Why would you not want to watch? You can't do that on television with the green slime. That started slime. These kids today don't know about slime. I don't because I never saw You Can't Do That on TV. I had Slime Time Live after school. You had a kid on. They got the answer wrong. You, you covered them in slime. These are Live horrible. from Universal Studios. I never. What time does that come on? Slime Time Live was like 3.30 in the afternoon until 5.30. It was. It was late 90s and it was like a four hour three four hour block and it would be like between commercials on the shows they'd, they'd jump on and be like so who's gonna get slime now 
Oh, it was like kind of like one of those random things. And some kid was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I could have been on it. I was terrified. I didn't do it. It was, it was a whole ordeal. Okay. So I was looking just to go back as I was looking at the different things on there and I was on the parting gifts and the NES is on the parting gifts, but not on a prize like the Atari 7,800. Yeah. I noticed that. I think I would have rather had some of those parting gifts instead of some of those prizes. Like it's pretty the parting gifts are really good. So except for the, would you want to hug a pat backpack? No, I don't even know what it is. It's a backpack, but it's a pet. I'd rather have the the other backpack. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's one of the great things there. That I missed. Ah, oh, here I go. But uh, I love the prizes. The prizes are the best. And then, so that that show comes in as number one on Ranker.com for kids. It game should. Shows. It should. It, it it deserves it. But that is what comes in as number one. I think. I think it's it's number one with me. It's definitely number one. It's top three. I still have a different number one as anybody who's watching along on the YouTube content sees my shirt. <laughs> I mean, that. Do you remember what's in the. We're in the world of Carmen San Diego? I never got a full. Like, I, I remember watching it in Syndicate. I never watched, like, the. Like, oh, this is a new episode of it. Like, if it was on on Saturday mornings on Syndicate, I'd watch it. But it was never something that I was like, I got to go out of my way to see this. Like, see, this was. Uh, hot PBS days. So, like, oh. I watch that every single day. Did you get some uh, Where in the World is Carmen San Diego followed by Reading Rainbow? No, I think Reading Rainbow was first. I think it might have been Reading Rainbow than Carmen San Diego. I think that's the only reason I actually watched it was I used to tune in. I was, I was on my butt on the couch reading Rainbows on. Take a look. <laughs> it's in a book. <laughs> My friend's mom pointed something out about reading Rainbow one time, and it's still stuck with me ever since. You know how there would be like a little kid and be like, "Hey, I'm Jimmy, and I just read this book, and it's about." Yeah. Do you ever notice that all those kids sounded like they had colds? No, that's <laughs> what you get when it, that's what you get when you throw twenty kids in the same room together and enough little <laughs> kid germs all over. That makes sense. They literally. That, that's what she told me, and it literally sounded to this day that it looked that they sounded like they have colds and like real bad colds. Like they just like are about to sniffle, but they're holding it in. My name is Jimmy. And I got a comb. And I read the big red dog. <laughs> That's exactly how it sounds. And I never noticed it until she said something. That's the parents of back then where they were just absolutely just would just drop stuff on us. I remember my mother telling me how, how wrestling was fake. And it wasn't even like a nice way. Like these people are, these people are doing this. These moves are, you know, it's choreographed and everything else. It was more or less, we were sitting on the couch watching like some wrestling show. And she's like, you know, that's fake, right? I'm like, what? She's like, they're not really doing any of that. That's all just fake. But, but, but <laughs> yeah. Andre the Giant really crushed his lungs. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. It's fake. It's fake. It's a show. So, I mean, that's how <laughs> that's how it was with me. Not like I'm going to sit him down and talk to him. It's like fake. Listen, man, you had your Where in the World is Carmen San Diego, and I'm taking my late 90s um, Animal Planets Zoo Venture. Yes. That was telling me about that. That was to me. I I grew up as like I wanted to be a zookeeper. I always loved animals. I knew I, at a young age I knew things about animals that I, like I shouldn't have. Like like people today will look at me. We'll go through like a zoo and there's like a random thing and I'll be like, oh yeah, no, it's that's that's a pickery. That's the like I I shouldn't know these names of animals and I just have been infatuated since I was I don't know how young growing up on Steve Irwin and stuff. So when, when they combined my love of animals with a game show where kids ran around San Diego Zoo, bet your ass I was watching. <laughs> Is it so that they would like have games like save the stuff elephant or Yeah, it's like the first so 
I ended up looking up the format here. Like the first game on the show would be the first one being an animal rel- or related physical stunt. So like, oh, you're a groundhog and you got to burrow your way back home. And like, you've got to do like an obstacle course with like groundhog ears on. Like you're running around like these over under like, like obstacle course. And game two was like a true false about animal behavior. And then game three ended up being two players were shown a jigsaw puzzle along with a mystery word behind those puzzle pieces is an animal. And the mystery word is the name of the hidden animal. Puzzle piece or jigsaw puzzle pieces were determined by how many letters are in the animal's name. So it would like break up and you'd have to like take turn pulling a number ball until you could guess what the animal was or have the name revealed. So mm-hmm. like if you picked like a two, it would take out piece number two. And then like you gotta be like, that's an elephant. That's a Norwegian narwhal. Like, and it was just, it was mindless, but it was awesome. That was, it was just pretty much like just everything animal. Just yes. Gonna... And, and I want to say like some of the prizes were like, oh, you get to be a keeper for a day at Bush Gardens, like stuff like that. I, you know, when you say that, you sound like the announcer because I, I got excited. Like, I'm not into zoology or anything like that, but I got kind of excited. I was like, oh, I get to be a zookeeper for a day? <laughs> Congratulations, Andrew. You get to be a keeper for the day at lovely Bush Gardens. <laughs> what? Do I really? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got the, got the dolphin once in Florida, but that was about it. I, remember- uh, I, I worked in a zoo, so I, I got to do all this. It was okay. The closest thing I've ever done with like an actual like zoo animal that I would consider something kind of like exotic was I was forced to ride an elephant at Bush Gardens. A what? An elephant. I've never done that. And I hated every minute of it. Um because I was in the front <laughs> and its ears would move. Just- <laughs> And they would touch my legs, and I didn't like it because his the elephant's ears were touching my legs, and I just that's my only memory of Bush Garden. It's me. I think I was maybe like four, probably even five. But that's my only memory is being aggravated by an elephant because his ears were touching my leg. Uh, no, I uh, I followed through slightly. I worked at the Buffalo Zoo for a few years, and I was like. 14 to 17 when I worked there. But at one point, they were like, yeah, you can be the guy that goes and does the, the giraffe feeding seminars. It would be like me and a zookeeper. And like when nobody would get in line, I'd just sit there and I, I would feed all these giraffes and the giraffes knew me. So I'd show up and all the giraffes would come over to me. I was like, I am the giraffe whisperer. Like, <laughs> or the man of the giraffe. Did you do the little I, like dog whisperer? Like, yeah, just I I'd hold up the little barley cracker for them. Just they come running over like, oh, what's up? Stop mounting the rest of the the animals here. There's too many baby giraffes already. <laughs> so I think uh, I I'm, I've got two big ones that are left on my list. Do you have any okay. that, that are missing? I think we're pretty much on Did the we, same page. Was there a picture of this? Was that maybe one that we might have missed? Yes, that's the one that I was thinking of as well. What it was Mike O'Malley once again? Like Nickelodeon owned him in like the nineties. You couldn't. And then he went on to be on Yes, Dear. Yeah. <laughs> what was he? He he because he hosted that. Uh, another one that we're gonna get into with guts. I know we're gonna definitely get into guts. Oh yeah. I think we're saving. See. If we're, we're, we don't discuss this before, but if we're on the same page, I think it's the guts and another one. Oh, oh, here we are. Figure it yes. out. But we did Finders it. Keepers was the other one, I think. And yeah, that's the one that is used to tear apart the house. Yes. Give everybody anxiety nowadays. Well, I can't. Uh, I don't even want to think about my house being torn apart. What was the one that he was on? It was the pitcher, and he would. Mike O'Malley? Oh, get the picture. Yeah, get the picture. Yeah, that was not a that was that was a I would watch that one. I liked it better than figuring it out, but it wasn't. And the other thing too, you could kind of tell Mike O'Malley, I don't think, really wanted to do it because he's like, okay, here's a question. What number do you want? 
All right. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Did you get it? No. Okay. Let's just keep this going. I just need this paycheck so I don't have to live in my car and I can move on to move on to doing guts and actually have some fun doing that. You gotta love that. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll move right to that. Yeah. Who didn't <laughs> love guts, global guts, all of the above. There was a video game we discussed about the show guts. Yes. Super Nintendo. The, the, the random uh, Mo, the British official, who just never really officiated anything, and she just told people that there was a violation. Yes, that was it. She never did anything. And it was always something stupid, too. Like, uh, he sneezed the wrong way on the course, so that's going to be at five seconds added to his time. And here we go for the next one. And the complete lack of just protective equipment on safety the stunts, <laughs> the stunts that they did. Here is your crappy helmet. Here and here's is, some here's some styrofoam knee pads. Good luck, kid. Yeah. <laughs> go get hit in the head by a rock on the aggro crag. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Probably climb that mountain that we definitely didn't just build out of wood. It's okay. <laughs> You think there's like the guts, like how the NFL players are doing the CTs lawsuit. There's some like guts contestants out there that are like, I got just completely pummeled by rocks on the egg because they would just drop them. Yeah, it wasn't even like anything controlled. Some 35 year old is is filing a CT lawsuit on Michael Malley and Mo Quark right now because of CT. They are fed (laughs) up. They they don't remember their name half the time. They're only 35. That show was just nuts with everything it did with going into a pool and they're like, okay, paddle and everything else. And the the basketball where you're just imagine that with kids' knees now. Could you imagine doing that? Just leaping off like 10 feet, your knees just compress, and then all of a sudden you're just dumping, dumping, trying to get a basketball in. And I'm thinking to myself, like all the different ones, I'm thinking to myself, my knees would be like, oh my goodness, we are not doing this today. But some kid, <laughs> he was probably out there with like artificial knees and can't remember his name just because he wanted to go on the guts to get a piece of the aggro crag. Dude, just like, I forgot about some of the effects to get up the aggro as well. The, the strobe lights to simulate your lightning, foam rock avalanche, yeah. flying snow, a.k.a. let's just shoot a kid in the face with glitter and confetti and see how he does. Like, come on, Jimmy. Boom. I'm blind. No, no sense of normal safety as it would be today. Just, just straight disregard. I think that's what made it so awesome is that there was complete disregard. So so there's actually a violations page for this on, on Wiki that gives the full list of violations when going up the crag. What are the violations? Let's Crossing see. into another player's section of the mountain. I totally forgot they were sectioned. Hitting yeah, someone you... else's actuator, including final or excluding the final actuator. Reaching the top of the mountain by grabbing a handrail, making a false start at the beginning. I don't remember a handrail at all. Making a false start at the beginning of the climb, so starting before the go. Finishing the climb without without lighting all of one's own actuator. Not stepping on all of the boulders in the Crags Boulder Canyon section. I don't... Wait, what? The Boulder Canyon? I, I do remember there was an episode where a kid did lose... Because he did not hit all of his actuators. I, I <laughs> there is one episode where there I do remember that because he got to the top first and he was cheering and everything else. And then of course Mo with the British accent came on. It was like, we have a violation, he can't do that. He didn't hit the actuator on his side. So it goes to so-and-so because they were the second one up the mountain. And I think I would have lost my mind as a kid and been like, this is the craziest thing in the world. That kid has never recovered. <laughs> I'm telling you it's out there because i that's one thing I remember. The- so they always made 
the the super aggro crag seems so much bigger than the regular aggro crag. And it's probably the same one. It's two feet taller. Oh my goodness. Could you guess you... how tall the aggro crag was? I couldn't even imagine. I don't wanna like overguess, but what is it? Twenty-eight feet. It? That that's it. I was gonna say like fifty, and I figured Dude, I'd be I... close there. That's what I'm saying. I figure it'd be so much more. And I'm looking at this right now. The aggro crag was 28. The super aggro crag on global guts was 30 feet. That's the dumbest thing in the world. And it was like so big. This is where you can trick kids into anything. Here's your here's your crossover here, Andrew. In 94, they released a, a compilation of Nickelodeon Guts All-Stars, put it on VHS, and had Special guest commentary from Super Bowl champion Lawrence Taylor. Oh my god, where would you even who would even think of doing Lawrence? This was what 94? Yes, I need to hear that. You can I gotta find that on YouTube. That's oh, I just could you imagine Lawrence Taylor doing commentary in 94? 94, yeah, he's... I don't think he was clean then. No, he wasn't, but... 94 was probably around, what, Bam Bam Bigelow? When he's wrestling Bam Bam Bigelow in WrestleMania, right? Oh, he... That is... Here's Lawrence Taylor, kids. Let's do this. I wonder if they're swearing. I Oh, my goodness. Could you imagine? I would love to know. Could you imagine just... The things Lawrence Taylor would say. Oh is... boy. <laughs> Just thinking about it. Even if they show like him in the video between each one, could you imagine wearing like the guts t-shirt? Like what the kids would wear. And then he's got the little LT earring hanging down and he's like moving his hands he's like this is what i'm talking about we're gonna be playing some guts today and he has no <laughs> idea what even guts is until he starts looking at it <laughs> i need this to my life all of a sudden in the background you just randomly hear how much am i getting paid for this again oh i'm going home <laughs> <laughs> So are we are we officially moving on to the last game? Oh yes, we are. I know this is one. I think this is the one other than gut that we can agree on that is up there. And yes, you're showing off the shirt, the lovely purple parrots. Let's go, purple parrots. That's okay. Let's go. I almost called it the Temple of Doom. I don't know why. Because it was. Because it was. We just, we've discussed this already. The temple guards are figures of nightmares. They just abducted children. With no regard. Another one. With no regard that, to safety. That's, that's a lie. Because you could get away with that by throwing a half a hay penny or whatever they were collecting at them. You got a little safety penny oh, and you yeah. threw it at them and they, they left you alone until the next oh, one that. came out of the very next room. And they came out constantly too, but they would just like grab you and like they would you. they you were gone like and, and we discussed the kid who didn't go first watching that guy come out and you're like I'm not I'm not going in there that kid's gone forever and I don't care that was he's dead to me that was absolutely awesome to watch that and then go through the whole entire the the first challenge too is. Like the the like Darren theory of like survival right there too. We don't know who's gonna be on the show. We have a group of kids. We're gonna give them some t-shirts, some crappy. Get bags. across a moat. Get across the moat and do it the fastest. And then you could be on the TV show. Not hey, do you want to be on the TV show? It's you're going to do something to be on this TV show and you're going to do it really fast and you're going to do it now. And then what's even funnier is like, this is this is kind of the way that school in the 90s and 2000s was. Like, hey, we're going to make you work really fast, get your brain not functioning because you're doing physical activity, start learning. Steps yeah. of knowledge, now. 
Professor Plantain, I, I, I'm still trying to get over the moat mentally. Like, what is going on? <laughs> the, the stories, too. Dude, they I were crazy. <laughs> and, like, they were all real stories, too. It's the crazier thing. Oh, they were? I know some mo- of I them believe was. a lot. I know a lot of them were legitimate, like, like, like European explorer stories. Jeez. As nerdy just... as nerdy as it is, I took uh, oceanography in high school, mm-hmm. and we learned all about these explorers and their and their and their boat patterns. And like, yeah, like half these things were like I learned about this watching Legends of the Hidden Temple, man. Like, <laughs> of course, I know who that is. The giant, the styrofoam talking head told me all this, teacher. Yeah, man. Olmec taught me everything. Got it, teach. I don't got to learn no more. I learned all about the Fountain of Youth in Florida. We're Gucci. I do remember those. I try to remember the stuff and try and like go off do it like real quick. Like it was like Kid Jeopardy or something. Then yeah. And then the, and like they, like it's funny because you went from six to four four down to two on the steps of knowledge. I think it was yes. like, you had to get three, right. And then temple games, which is like crazy back jungle basketball or some shit. And, and then it was like, Hey, uh, we're going to make you try to throw some rocks into a hoop. Uh, and then whoever wins gets to go get kidnapped. <laughs> Imagine pitching that game nowadays. Like, all right, we're going to make you jump in water. Hopefully you don't drown. We're going to make it try to retain some knowledge on something that's well above your age level. Uh, then you just throw rocks at each other, and then whoever wins gets kidnapped. Like, oh, sounds great. Yeah, whole meeting, they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is there a lifeguard? No, it's a, it, don't worry. It's in front of a studio audience, and the host There's is a- going to be here, having, a, having a microphone with them. So he may have to drop that before he jumps in, but it, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And in case you didn't know, he'll just be saved by the giant styrofoam talking head named Olmec. Yeah. I wonder where they got that from. I... That was... My favorite thing is, like, there was never a real correct way to get through the temple. Like, there were so no. many rooms. And, like, they tried to teach you how to do it, and people always ended up in the wrong room. Um, But nobody could ever do the silver monkey. There were three pieces. These kids couldn't put together a three-piece puzzle. No, because they were getting kidnapped every five seconds by the creepy castle guards just coming out of somewhere. All of a sudden, they pull one lever, and then all of a sudden, some man comes out and just grabs you and throws you into some closet. You tell me there's not some traumatizing stuff going on? They come out with the hands like this with a tribal <laughs> tribal waistband, and they have no shirt on, and it is terrifying. It's However, natural. I just realized what I'm going to be for Halloween. Temple guard. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna lose a bunch of weight and be a temple guard next year. Don Neal. <laughs> just snatching little kids off the street, going, "Don't worry, I'm a temple no, guard." No, 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 I'm not going to that level. <laughs> I don't want to go to jail. I wouldn't fare well there. Yeah, but you know what? There's probably somebody with parents that watched it, and they're like, "Hey, honey, you take a picture. My kid's getting taken away by temple guard." <laughs> Are they going to bring Johnny back? I don't know. Did you did you get the half of Hay Penny or the rest of the Silver Monkey? Oh, I run a haunted house. I'm definitely just doing a Legends of the Hidden Temple room, and I want to see how many people figure it out. I'm just going to have a, a hidden door, and I'm going to rip out as a, as a temple guard. Just snatch them I'm up randomly. It's literally just going to be like a half lit room with some vines and like the Silver Monkey statue on it, and I'm just going to rip out of a wall and like. <laughs> That, was, that would be great to watch that. I could see it though. Somebody take a picture. It's going, oh, it's a double guard. He's got Jimmy. Oh, that's cool. Can you pose with him? No. <laughs> you better oh, break that quarter in half. <laughs> I need a I need a good photo of this. What do these crazy SOBs look like? Oh yeah, they just had a giant gold mask and some fur on. That's terrifying. Yeah, there wasn't anything, wasn't anything special. And you brought up the games, and it's like, like rock basketball. Do you think they were like, hey, uh, guts? Do you have any ideas for games? And they're like, yeah, we got this one where these kids jump off of a uh, ten feet and then compress their knees down and then try and dunk a basketball. Uh, can you translate that into say some sort of like 
temple ancient game yeah we'll just take the basketballs and we'll use rocks okay yeah 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 that sounds good how are we going to do that uh just large pieces of whatever you want to use i need all of this <laughs> boy can we bring this game back i last we did we did see recently they were supposed to be bringing this back they announced that back in april so they they probably will. My problem with anything that gets brought back is, is it going to be, oh my goodness, you could even see. I looked it up too. Is is, is it going to be the same? But yeah, these temple guards, that's not even like, you, could they not wear a mask? They had a golden mask on. Yeah, but could they not wear one? Because <laughs> it gets creepier with... And who, oh, because he was he was the purple team or the orange yeah. team. But why is that kid wearing a red shirt with orange pants? That really annoys me as I look through these pictures of Legends <laughs> of Oh my goodness. This is I think this was definitely the game that this was the transcending game between kid growing up in the late 80s to a kid that was growing up into the 90s i don't think anything's ever changed no like the common ground game show other than guts this and guts are like the two that are this guts and double dare yeah it's like nick arcade you weren't around for nick arcade even though you should have been you weren't around for figure it out i was but it wasn't when did he even figure it out come out? I think I was in the middle of school. 97. Something. I was in high school. Yeah, so I was uh, I was not. <laughs> I think I was trying to figure out other things than what a person was doing on figure it out. So I was uh I was five. Okay. So you were like, yeah, I want to figure this out. Where I'm like, uh, I need to figure out other things because I am going into high school, and high school means other things to keep the show as PG as possible. <laughs> hey, man, I, I didn't say it. I'm not the one saying it. I've been good at not trying not to swear and stuff on other shows. You have. You have. I'm actually kind of shocked. My potty mouth is cured. Joe, Joe Exotic is no more. <laughs> oh. But I mean, that's pretty much what I got. I mean, going through. I think that's about it as well. Double Dare, Legends of the Hidden Temple, Nick Arcade. I mean, there's so many other ones, like you said, Finders Keepers. But I think we touched Zoo, on the ones. Zoo Venture, Carmen Zoo San Venture. Diego. But we touched on the ones that I think are just the top cool. of the top. Yeah, and that's what I really wanted to cover: is the top of the top, the best of the best, the ones that give you the best memories, and. I think we accomplished that today, Kyle. And I want to say thank you for coming on. Even you know, we had a little technical difficulties on our first recording of this. So thank you very much for coming back on and recording thanks. this episode. Thanks for having me back on. I actually think this one ended up even better. We we had some crazy banter on this one. Yes, we did. <laughs> My random wife coming in to the uh to the studio here was pretty also crazy. Oh my 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 fiance is cooking dinner. I'm waiting for her to kick the door down any second, so well, well, let's end this up. So, Kyle, tell everybody where they can catch crafting and drafting. Well, uh, we do have crafting and drafting on Facebook and the BICBP Radio Network, Spotify, Apple, iTunes. We also have what just came out uh, is now Spread Those Wings, Chicken Wing Podcast. Myself, my cousin Gary, and my buddy Ryan. That is on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, uh and the BICB, BI, the, yeah. BICBP radio network. I don't usually mess that one up. Uh, as well as finding myself and Andrew weekly on the two-point conversation. Uh, we'll talk a whole bunch of football to you. I talk of every Tuesday, and then you can jump on the page and talk directly to me on Sundays. Um, man, we're busy people, so we're, we're always grinding and killing it with these shows. And I always appreciate being able to get on some other shows, so... And I'm glad that you came on the show and we got to have this nice conversation about kids' game shows. And, and, and abducting children as temple guards. It was legal back then, I guess, if you're on a game show. There we go, man. <laughs> 
And with that being said, to everybody out there, thank you for listening. And good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Chris, what are you recording? I'm currently recording a Vinyl Divers podcast. Vinyl episode. Divers? What's that? Vinyl Divers is a podcast that I do where I talk everything music related from bands that are on vinyl that I've collected, uh, old vinyl that I found and purchased, to bands that I'm currently listening to on iTunes and Spotify because guess what? I can't afford all the vinyl that I want. But it's a vinyl podcast. Yes, essentially. It's a music podcast that started off as a vinyl podcast. Is there diving involved? There is diving into podcasts and vinyls. Where can I find Vinyl Divers? Find Vinyl Divers on the network app, BICVP-radio.com. Sweet. Keep diving. <laughs>